Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Oh yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Noon. Eastern Standard Time on a Friday, and that only means one thing. Yes, yes, yes. It's Euler and Motes, still a nation radio, still a nation blitz, but more importantly, more importantly, is Motes host Friday. Motes host Friday. Get your popcorn ready. So y'all know we're going to act a fool (laughs) as we always do on Fridays. And a little caveat for the New people, the new listeners, the people that might not tune in all the time that, you know, are, are hearing about the megawatts and the power grid. And they're like, hey, how can I be a part of that? Well, it's real simple. It's real simple, my friend. We like to go to the Twitter.com. And when you go to the Twitter.com, you can interact with us and we will talk about your tweets, your score predictions, because it is Friday. Mm-hmm. And we always have score predictions, baby. Yes, we do. You get them in and we'll read them. And the easiest way to do that is going to Twitter. And hitting up at the body fifty two, or at Wesley Euler, the good head, and get all your predictions, all your comments in, man. Because we have a jam packed show. I mean, let's be real, it's Friday, but we have major AFC NFL moves from a personnel standpoint take place yesterday. Yes, sir. Also, have you know it, it pertains to the Steelers in terms of former player on that move, man. So, oh, I think I see where yeah. you're going here. But then you also know on Friday we gotta have you know a little here we go because it's Browns week. Do some singing, and, and it better be it better be top notch too. I mean, because it's Browns week, we I know was, what that I means. was up in the lab all night, just okay. you know cooking up these beats, cooking okay. up these bars for the people. I like it. I didn't want to do it, but I did it for the people, man. Because you're a man of the people. I love the sacrifices you make. You know, I had a hockey game last night, ten thirty. Dub. We lost seven six. All right. All I tell right, you what, all though. Right, like, all right. Maybe you could. This is different because I don't know. Like, I don't think you do any like rec league stuff. And I know yeah, you still got yet. that. You not still got that dog. You still got that competitor. Uh, I mean, you know, just just two two years ago, you were still playing in the NFL. Still was cracking heads, baby. This is gonna sound really weird, but like, I would rather lose a seven six game in adult league uh-huh. than than win. Six to one. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes. it was just back and forth. There it's were lead fun. changes. It, it, it was a lot of yeah. fun. Like, everyone was skating well, moving the yes. puck well. So it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, we, we took a we took a tough one on the chin last night, seven to six. But I can respect that, though. 10-30 games, so it was like 12-15 by the time I got home. So you really sacrificed so I was, I was in the, man. I was in the lab all night, baby. I love it. I love it. So I can't wait to hear that. Then you also know it's a five-star Friday. Woo! You know that. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. So you already know, baby. We cannot wait to talk, man. So without further ado, man, um, talking about some of the, uh, the, the major headlines that were yesterday, Le'Veon Bell no longer with the New York Jets, officially signing with the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Huh, they say the rich get richer. That's what they say. <laughs> And I'm starting to fall in line and believe this uh, this sentiment a little bit because, man, we talked about um, – well, actually, uh, yesterday he had put out that he was narrowing his list down to three teams, right, the Miami right. Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm sure and once he put that list out – it, I mean, in Pittsburgh, we know half of us were like, hey, man, we would love to have him back. The other half were like, we don't want him back. Don't even <laughs> think about it. But it was kind of unique to see the three teams that he had listed in that whole dynamic. And just kind of going through which teams – 
could benefit him or which teams or, or it would be a, a really good fit for financially mm-hmm. and things on that mm-hmm. nature. The whole time I kept saying, I don't I was like, I don't see him going to Kansas City. I mean, I know logically if you're trying to win, Kansas City is the yeah. place right now. But I just didn't I, I didn't think that he was gonna do it. But wow. I mean, when when you're looking at their roster, I mean they were already stacked. Yeah. We talked about how Particularly on offense. I mean, they, they brought back twenty two I mean twenty of twenty two starters. They they upgraded a little bit, running back with Clyde Edwards. And then it's like, man. You go out and now you're going to get L Bell on the cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hope it's not like Thanos adding the final Infinity Stone to his gauntlet Man. before he vanquishes that? everybody once Absolutely. again. <laughs> you know, Wednesday, uh, when and, I was doing see, the— You called it. I said every day is a Wednesday. You did. You did. When yeah. I was doing the, the solo show on ESPN on Wednesday, it was 4 o'clock Wednesday when Lev officially became a free agent. That's mm-hmm. when he was officially allowed to sign with another team, 4 o'clock on Wednesday. I said the two teams that I would hate to see him go to are the Chiefs and the Bills. Those ended up being two of the final the three final, teams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the reason being is because there's a very good chance that the Steelers are going to have to see one, if not both, of those teams in the playoffs. Strong possibility, man. So say what you want about Lev Bell. Say what you want about the fact that This year hasn't gone his way. Last year certainly didn't go his way. And in 2018, he didn't even play football at all. So it's been a little while since we've seen him be Lev Bell, obviously. And that's a fair point to make. But I think I'd also say he's only 28 years old. And now he doesn't have to be the dude. He's expected to be an accessory Mm -hmm. to uh, maybe we use you on third downs and pass protect situations because he's really good at that. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah, he can still, I'm sure, even though we haven't seen it as much in New York, catch the ball out of the backfield I man I I just hope that this isn't one of those situations where everybody got to laugh at Lev for two days and then he's the one laughing you know in February yeah. at the Super Bowl podium because I mean, that's the type of team the Chiefs are and the thing is man we've seen scenarios like that where yeah we laugh at them initially mm-hmm. and then like you said well Garrett Blunt ring any bells yeah, absolutely that's the first thing that came to my yep same thousand, here uh, a million percent I said oh lord that's what you gonna do oh same here that's yeah. the first thing I thought yep, of was, absolutely was Garrett man. Blunt right away absolutely and, yeah. and, and when you're looking at L Bell I understand that he hasn't put up the gaudy numbers since being in New York but when you watched him on tape though I mean, the receiving ability never went away. The no. thing that went away was the talent around him. The thing that went away was the off- offensive line protecting him in the run game. The thing that went away was having a con- team that actually believed in his ability. Incompetent and, and consistent quarterback <laughs> yeah, play. We talked sure. about how five games last year he didn't even have Sam Darnold. So you already knew that was going to be kind of crazy. And then we talked about just the various things that have transpired between him, Adam Gase, and just that organization as a whole. I mean, just, just – to give you context about that organization, <laughs> if I were to tell you that within a six-month span you would get rid of Jamal Adams, who is arguably the top safety, top two, top three safety in the league, mm-hmm. you get rid of him, and then you get rid of your big free agent acquisition running back that you paid nicely for, mm-hmm. and literally you only had him for a year on your team. Like, that right there screams dysfunction. That's the Jets that in a nutshell. Right, that, that, that screams just inept. Uh, ability to to understand how to operate at an NFL level from a management standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, you that's not winning ball. And then when you look at the returns on the investments, I said with Jamal Adams, you barely got anything in turn for that move. Mm-hmm. You you bring in was it uh, uh, Bradley McDougal? Mm-hmm. He's cool. 
but he's nowhere near Jamal Adams. And then what you get, I think it was a fifth round to go with it, if I, if yeah. I remember correctly, something like crazy like that. And then with El Bell, you flat out release him. And you're still paying him this, yeah, this year and next year. Yeah. <laughs> and then I mean, look That's at the CJ Mosley situation business, too, which is completely different. But he's been he, he's been hurt the first year and then opted, and then out, opted this out this year. year. I mean, he was another big money acquisition. Absolutely. And I think he's played two games for them in, in no, his no, first it, two well, seasons or one four and a half. Games, one, one and, and a half because right. he, he played yeah. the first game and then got hurt. Yep. Yeah. So it's you're right. I mean, just inept. That organization just just screams ineptitude on the field. Uh, certainly on the sideline when it comes to some of the coaching, yeah, just whoa, whoa. Like it's just it's unreal. It's man. a rough time to be a New York football fan but, in but general. That's the, that's, that's the thing that is crazy that when you look at some of these teams that we talk about, hey, is this team you know why why are they historically bad or they don't have the personnel or this team sucks? We talked about how the Jets have been bad for the past couple of years, not even a debate. But we just named three all pros at one time in in recent all time. All, all on the team at the exact same time, and them still not being able to get it done or being able to find a way to win like that. To me, that is or that's that's how you have these organizations that continue yeah. that cycle of being bad. You can't have two major free agent acquisitions plus a guy that you drafted homegrown, and neither uh, what none of those guys have played what at all this season or one game this season for you. Like, you just can't do that. And then you're allowing them to leave and yeah. not getting anything in return. We talked about with the Steelers, even when they offload assets, they still are getting something back, whether it's a comp pick, whether right. it's something via trade. You see that, They're going to find some type of way yeah. to get a compensation in place. And you'll, and you'll more than likely, right, see that again uh, coming up from uh, Bud Dupree here, mm-hmm. you know, this coming off season, if he goes and signs that big deal. And then, yes, the Steelers uh, get a comp pick in that regard. They should have one. You think coming this year for Javon Hargrave's deal in Philadelphia? Yeah, it's listen, Arthur Motes in the confines of an NFL season of a one and done postseason, anything can happen. Oh, no question. But it, it is it's easy to see the organizations that know what they're doing, that they're competent, that at least they're giving their team a chance to win every mm-hmm. single year, right? The Steelers and the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Packers, the Seattle Seahawks, right? These organizations that you know, for the most part, playoffs consistently every year or at least 50% of the time, double-digit mm-hmm. seasons consistently or at least 50% of the time, double-digit win seasons consistently or at least 50% of the time. Yeah, the the Giants don't have that. The Jets certainly don't have that. And, and I'll be interested to see, you know, how much of it was the situation surrounding Lev versus how much he still has right. left in the tank. Because I do think he fits in extremely well. Oh, it's a perfect fit for With him. the Chiefs offense. I mean, fit. we talk about how he was in Pittsburgh and, and why it was so perfect for him here was because you had the receiving threats outside, so there was no way – that you were going to be able to have to face seven and eight man boxes consistently right. because you had A B on one side, you right. had Martavis. Right. Then I mean you had Juju emerge. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we saw even Sammy Coast was hot for a little while as well. So there were various options that made it where El Bell was going to have those one on one opportunities in the hole. He was going to right. get some very advantageous situations going for him. He's going to return to that in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes and the boys don't face a lot of eight and seven man box. No, 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 nope. no, no. Not with Travis Tyree Kelsey, Kill over there. Travis Tyree Kill, Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I say you can go down the list, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the difference, man. 
And you talk about a guy who we know right now is in the best shape of his life. We've seen that. That that's never been in a, uh, in question. You could have said that last year, that that year when he was uh, holding out. There was the whole oh, is he fat? Is it the pitcher and all this other stuff? Maybe that's a Pittsburgh thing too, because between <laughs> his, his pitcher on the jet ski and Big Ben's pitcher or courtside at the basketball game. People lose their mind when you see a Steeler and a pitcher, man. It's just like, oh, he's fat, he's fat, he's fat, he's it's fat. Like a, he's it's fat. like an America's Next Top Model I'm competition. I'm like, what is going on here, baby? But, but when when I think of that, I'm like, man, this scenario for him in Kansas City, man, I just think it's a perfect fit, and I think that, man, it's it's really gonna work out for him because of that, because they're not gonna have that same level of pressure on him, because the expectations are drastically different for him out there. Yeah, I, like I said, I. Kept coming back to, man, I really hope he's not the the final stone in the Infinity Gauntlet. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of people um, that were, you know, celebrating his release and his, I'm using air quotes here, downfall. No, 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 no. Did, but did, that I, could be uh, doing a 180 here pretty quickly. I, I just laughed every time I would see the tweets. What if I would have told you in 2020, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell will both be unemployed and the Steelers will be undefeated? <laughs> Oh, look who's winning right now. What Still is it? undefeated. It's a different kind of unemployed for those two L- L- as well. L. L- Bell and Antonio Brown are undefeated. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, oh, well, L. I, Bell. Oh. I guess if we wanted to be technical, right, Antonio Brown is undefeated too. Yeah. L. Bell is not. L. Bell is not. But A.B. A-B is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's undefeated yeah. technically. But 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 that was the whole <laughs> thing. But you know what? It's all good because now we're going to have to really see how this move impacts the AFC as a whole, man. Yeah. And when we get back from the break, man, we're definitely going to dive into a lot more. I don't want us to, to rush through that right here. Can't do it a disservice, baby. No. So we're going to pay these bills like we always do because, you know, Mig, hey, Big Most don't get fined on Fridays. Now, that's <laughs> what we're going to do now. We're going to do that right here. So it's Jeweler Most on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed, baby. Euler and Motes on a Friday. A Motes host Friday. <sighs> and as we're reacting to the news of Le'Veon Bell signing with those Kansas City Chiefs. La, 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 la. Now we got to look at the AFC as a whole, though, man. And... Like I said, man, I, I thought initially when, when I heard the news of him signing, my initial thoughts for the AFC were ultimately, man, the rich got richer. Yeah. We talk about how with the Chiefs winning the, the Super Bowl last year, and honestly the last two years really being one of the more dominant teams in the NFL as a whole, we're all chasing after them. Even Baltimore, who we talked about, Baltimore being a dominant team against everybody except the, except uh, the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs. City, yeah. yeah. And, and and when I think of that, I'm just like, man, them adding another weapon like that, I feel like they definitely put a little bit more space in between them and everyone else right now because we talked about how they were already loaded. And the fact that you're able to bring mm-hmm. in that type of talent, even if it isn't 2016 L-Bell, L-Bell right now is still going to be able to help them out a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot. 100%. He's only 28 years old. Uh if anything, right, he gives you a really nice depth. If that's the worst case scenario, imagine if that's your, that's your, that's your number two running back, right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or even number three, depending right. on how they would they would shake it out. I yeah, I I don't think that there's a way. 
I mean, I guess if you know if he goes to Kansas City and, and ends up not getting used at all, right, and it right, just right. it stays Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's job, and maybe Ceh takes off, you know, as he kind of hits the halfway point of his rookie year here. Even and then, though we talked about it, man, like kind of disappeared. Right. Yeah. After that big Week One performance, where yeah, everybody, yeah. including me, to be fair, was crowning him, hey, give him that yeah. Rookie of the Year trophy yeah. right away. And he's been he's been pretty quiet ever since then. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think worst case scenario for Lev Bell is he doesn't get used that much. But even then, I mean, when he get, even if he's got limited spin with that Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes offense, well, there's still the going to be opportunity too, there. Like, and, just yeah. think about how creative Andy Reid has been. Think about how creative Eric right. Bieniemy has been, and you're just adding another tool. I mean, dude, we saw on the opening day they they ran a, a, a underhand toss to the fullback, like. Let me throw this underhand to the fullback and yeah. you score a touchdown. Like, like yeah. that's the type of stuff they're doing out there in Kansas City. So, without a doubt, they're going to find more than enough ways to, to use these yeah. new toys that they have acquired. And I bet you it'll take some time, too. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if it, you know, it, it's what, week six this weekend? Mm-hmm. Could be week nine, 10, 11 before we really see Lev get some spin. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it could and, be and a few weeks. But, but you know how it's going to be, though. Knee jerk. Oh, man, I told you it was going to work. That's not the case. These things do take time, especially when you're talking about bringing a guy in during the middle of the season. It's, right. it's a lot well, harder he's gonna to do. Well, he's going to have to quarantine for a week first anyway. Oh, before so he can he, even sign up. It's going to yeah. even be a week before he can now, you know, I was wondering report why, to the facility. I, I was wondering, was that going to be the case because – He's still been getting tested. It's not as if he was a street free agent. I know, but they they said they at least you know like with what I was reading on NFL.com, they said that he has to test negative six straight days before he's allowed in the facility. Six straight days. So I would assume that probably started yesterday or today. Probably not until today, honestly. Yeah, probably. Whenever they put ink to paper. So that's different though, because I, I feel like that right there is kind of like redundant because he literally was just on a roster was, yeah. two days ago, right? And you know he was getting tested every day. I think it's just a pro. It's, that's the yeah. protocol, you know what I mean? When you bring somebody new into the organization, yeah. and so he's technically considered someone new. Because then the I wonder, how does that work on trades, though? Because with Jamal Adams, I don't remember him sitting on mm. that long. It's a good question. Yeah, I'm not sure. But because maybe with the whole free agency element of it, technically they treat all free agents as street free agents, street even if he was free, just yeah, on right, a roster, right? And even if it was it, only then. 24, 48 hours I mean, between 48 it, hours. It, between was teams. it 48 hours? You get cut cut on Tuesday. Was it? And then sign Thursday, so probably about 48 hours. Yeah. Right? Because I'm trying to think, was it Tuesday or was it Wednesday? It had to be Tuesday, right? Maybe it was Wednesday morning, actually. I thought it was Wednesday morning, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, this is tough for me to keep <laughs> all this scripting. together, Arthur. Wait, like, These weeks are busy. I mean, you know, we've because, talked about this. We're, we're still in April. I well, mean, because remember we were talking about yesterday. Because yesterday we were talking about how we were waiting for him to clear waivers. We were like, there's a couple hours yeah, left. that's right. So, yeah, it couldn't have been Tuesday. Otherwise, we would have already been done with that's waivers. Right. That's right. Yeah, good call. So, that, that, that was for me why I was like, I just didn't even think 36 of that. 36 hours? Yeah. Like, dude, he was just, he probably got tested the morning he got released. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. No, but it's, man, I, I did not want to see him end up in the AFC. I think that was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, no AFC team, but obviously his final three were all, all AFC. AFC teams. <laughs> yeah, and two of them, you know, obviously, again, being contenders, being teams that the Steelers could mm-hmm. certainly see in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that. I I would like it much more if he was backing up Chris Carson in Seattle. I'd like it much more yeah. if he was if he was backing up uh, Aaron Jones in Green Bay. If him and if him and uh, Raheem Mostert were, were splitting touches out in San Fran, like, you know, hey. it'd be a lot of fun to watch him and Kyle I would Murray cheer together. Him, I, I feel like there. I would definitely cheer DeAndre Hopkins. Right. That'd be an exciting offense. But right now, what they got going on here? You know what? There is an interesting dynamic with this Motes, where I feel like before the offs or during the off season, right before the season started. 
we, and by we, I don't specifically mean you and I, although I'm, I, I do believe we did this, but I mean we as in people who cover football for a living. Right. We in the football media, if you will. Um, there was a lot of conversation about the AFC has the Ravens and the Chiefs, but then nobody else really, right? Mm-hmm. And then the NFC, though, I mean, look, you got the Niners, you got the Saints, you got the Packers, you got the Seahawks, you got the Buccaneers now, right? Uh, you, people were talking about the Vikings coming into the year. I think there was a lot of talk of, okay, the AFC has two really good teams. The NFC has, you know, like six or seven teams that could be right. really good. I think that's kind of flipped around. Like yeah. already no, five, seriously, seriously, five, six yeah. weeks into the season, you still feel really good about the Packers, about the Seahawks. But, man, the Saints, not to the same level. The Niners, not to the same level. I think the Buccaneers are still kind of people think that they'll be much better at the end of the year than they are now. But you look at the AFC, and obviously the Chiefs and the Ravens, but I think the Bills have impressed a lot of people. The Steelers have impressed a lot of people, obviously. The Titans are sitting 4-0 right now as well, too. I think if you ask people to draw up you know, their top 10 contenders in the NFL right now, yeah. Six, seven of those teams are in the AFC. Easily. I mean, I mean the Browns are four and one. Right, and that's the thing. Like, we still don't even like to include Cleveland just no. because of the history of them. But I'm like, they are legit four and one. If Cleveland is <laughs> like, if, if, what? If Cleveland is the sixth best team in the AFC right now at four and one, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty deep, that's a deep yeah. conference. That's a deep group. And we that doesn't even, even include the, like I didn't even say the Patriots. I was about to say it. Yeah, like, like, I think them. ever just because just because Cam Newton missing a game or two, we mm-hmm. kind of written them off. That's not the case. They're yeah. gonna be in this and, conversation. And, and, and the whole by the way, way he, he was cleared to start uh, back practicing. Everything is looking for him to be back starting on right. Sunday. Right. So if the if the Patriots go out there and win again, and all of a sudden they're what four and two, I mean mm-hmm. they're right in the thick of things. Uh, even a team like the Houston Texans yeah. might not go away. You know they could mm-hmm. they could claw back and get close. Well, to Well, we talking about in the AFC South, anyways, man. That's right. that's gonna be right. there. But the Colts, man, we yeah, we, we, it's multiple teams in the AFC, man, where you could just see it's the deep, depth. A, I didn't yeah. I didn't see it coming. It into didn't the year. start off this way. Coming into the year, I thought it was clearly the Chiefs and the Ravens, mm-hmm. and I thought you had that second tier of the Bills and the Steelers. Yes. But man, now that second tier is looking like you could throw the Titans in there. I mean, dude, you talking about you said we could throw the Titans. The Titans in there. are in the there. Titans they're are four, like, you're right. They're, they're four and zero. They just beat the four and one Bills. Like, what are we talking well, the about? Four and zero Bills. They were four and zero at the time. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's I think at least five teams right there that it's fair to say those teams are contenders: Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, Bills, Titans. And you know what? If the Browns beat the Steelers Sunday at Heinz Field, we're going to have to put them in the conversation, too. Even though it's funny, we say they have to beat the Steelers to be in the conversation. <laughs> but, they're stri- but they've played better they've competition played better than we have. That's, that's <laughs> But they also, I mean, come on, they haven't had a winning season since, uh, what, the George, but, but, the George Bush administration? But then we always come back and say, well, each year is exclusive to itself. You're right. Like, you're right. <laughs> Listen, we do a lot of those contradictions, okay? Each year is mutually the, excuse, you know, the, exclusive. The audience, the audience is supposed to be the ones who point that out, not you, Marcy. No, no roster is the same, so every year is different. <laughs> but yeah, we over here, well, well you know, they 4-1, but I, 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 I'm not ready for that just yet. I don't believe it just yet. <laughs> it's a good conference, man. I mean, it really really is. I mean, it, look at I mean, I'm I'm thinking about the Jaguars, even they've surprised some people, mm-hmm. the Raiders, they Like they, even the teams that we thought weren't going to be right, good. Yeah, except the for the theme. Jets. The Jet, yeah. Dolphins, I mean, Dolphins have been better. Absolutely. Yeah, the 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 Colts are obviously not a pushover. The Jaguars I think are going to upset a couple the teams Colts, throughout man, the year. The Colts they'll be fine as long as they can protect the ball. Right now, I mean, when you watch them, everything is in place, but 
occasionally Rivers will hit you yeah, in the face with yeah. the football. That's what he likes to do. And even the Chargers, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as the season goes along, Herbert's going to get better Bro, and more comfortable. I'm telling you, man. It's, like, it's crazy. There's, right some talent, there's some talented teams in the AFC, and I think we kind of all assumed the opposite of that coming into the year. But yeah. it, oh, it's a deep conference, and, and you take a guy like Lev Bell and you take him off the afterthought Jets, and all of a sudden you put him on the top dog. Game changer. That, sh- that shakes things up a little bit, for sure. For no sure. question, man. Game changer. I guess if there's a, a benefit to the situation, if you are any team that's not Kansas City and you're still in the AFC, it's not as if y'all were ahead of them at this particular moment. Right. You're so, not so looking at it yeah. as, okay, well, this is the guy to get them over the top. Right, right, right. They're they, already, they are already the there. We, we, we already know that it's a daunting task, but at least it's not like a new team has emerged. Like, I felt like if Elba would have went to Buffalo, that would have bumped them up a couple of slots. That was the number one place that yeah. I did not want to see him Like, go. a certain place he yeah. could have went that, that it really would have moved the hierarchy of the AFC. But since he went to the top team in the AFC, you don't really feel it the same way. Right. It just feels like, man, this is already a mountain. It's just a bigger mountain, but it's still a mountain. It, right. it's, but right. it's not a new mountain. Maybe like the Golden State Warriors, right, right? Right, I mean, they were already like, it's, it's like they were already champions. Good. Yeah, they were already good. <laughs> now they're just even better. But it's not like it's a whole other team you got to deal with now, you know? Right. So, so no, I that's think a good in that regard, you. that is good because that's the worst, right? When you bring an unexpected team and now a team that you weren't even counting on being a contender becomes that contender – it just it, it really clogs it up a lot more. So that is a plus. But other than that, man, yeah, everybody else in the AFC and around the league, man, we just got to tighten up and make sure we close that gap as best possible. It's going to be interesting how this whole scenario plays out. Yeah, I, oh, um, I close my eyes at night and I have night terrors about Lev Bell getting the last laugh. And Motsi, I don't know if you remember this because this was – well, let's see. You would have been – I was a senior in high school, so you would have been, what, a freshman or a, so- a sophomore at JMU at the time. Mm-hmm. But Ben Roethlisberger standing on the podium in Tampa Bay, mind you, same place as the Super Bowl is this year, holding up that Lombardi trophy after Super Bowl Forty Three, saying, hey, offensive line, who's laughing now? I just – I close my eyes and I start to fall asleep. And ah, I get woken up about <laughs> Lev Bell on that same field holding up a Lombardi trophy with his Kansas City Chiefs teammates and looking into the camera and saying, who's laughing now? Who's making jet ski jokes now? Who's got the coach with the crazy eyes now? It didn't. That, that would be a lot of egg on Yinzer face, Arthur Motes. That's yeah. all that I'm saying. <laughs> very, uh, very, very, very true. But such is life, man. But you know what? Enough of this negativity. That's right. Enough of this dooming and glooming. Let's do some and singing and get to some tweets here. Absolutely, man. We, we got to get this back uplifted. I need my mojo back. So the only way I can get that is when my man with the great, perfect, amazing, fantastical hair <laughs> sings. Here we go. Woo. So we're going to go to break. But when we come back, baby, we sing it. But make sure you do this, man. If you haven't done so yet, get your score predictions in. Get your tweets in. Mm-hmm. Because we're definitely going to get back on that horn and start reading some of these tweets off, baby. And mm-hmm. we know the best way to do it is at the body 52 The body. And at Wesley Eula, baby. The good head. That's all on Twitter, man. So make sure you get those tweets in, score predictions. And after that, we'll see you on the other side. This is Still a Nation Relates on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. 
Yeah, it's the return of Euler and Motes on a Friday. Finishing up this first hour, and we always know what we do on Friday in that end hour. The Wait, end of the first hour. We know we what do? we do. We do? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. I'm a first-time listener. Fill oh, so, me so in. if you're a first-time listener, baby, we all have heard the famous song, Here We Go. Oh, you mean that Stellar's anthem? Yeah, you know where they sing it downtown by the gat, you know, by the net? You know, like Cheers Steelers, yeah. the black, you know, that, gold. That song, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know yeah, yeah you heard that about. song before, right? Yeah, I heard that on WDVEs yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, that song. So, yeah, they played it on, on the morning show with Randy Bammons. Oh, yeah, you know that. He's a good guy. Good, good guy. He's a real good guy. But typically what we do on Still a Nation Radio in the Electric Factory on Mm. Fridays Mm. at the end of the first hour. You keep going. This is the part where I have to warm up my voice. My most awesome colleague, my most awesome trusted assistant, my my co-pilot today. a deer, a female deer. Gets the singing. a drop of golden sun. And he is going to bless our ears with the most amazing. name I call myself. The most. long, long way to run. The most elegant song you've ever heard before. Okay, I'm good. I'm ready to go. You ready? Unique New York. All right, he's ready. He's ready. So, ladies and gentlemen, human torch was denied a bank loan. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Wesley Euler's version of Here We Go. I should probably pull up the lyrics here. That would that would probably help. I don't know if this all by heart here. All right. Cleveland Brands. Week six. You cheer the Steelers, black and a gold. Here we go. This town of Pittsburgh's heart and soul. Oh yeah. The Steeler Nation has the best radio hosts in the electric factory with Euler remotes. Oh the brownies think they're ready to play. They ain't ready, they ain't ready. Cleveland Rocks, that's what they say. They lying. Yeah, they think their team is back, but all yin's got is the division's worst quarterback. Here we go. But he's a husband trophy winner. He's dangerous. You're not dangerous. You are very, very non-dangerous. In fact, you're more uh, friendly, friendly than dangerous, dangerous, baby. But you're the problem. Put a problem in the back of your head, baby. First two. Woo! Yeah, they think they have their guy in Baker. They don't, they don't. For from the franchise, he's just a faker. Big time faker. Feeling dangerous with OBJ and Landry. But until Mika takes that ball away, you'll see. Hey, we all know, man, the Browns have never been good. They not good. They ain't been nice since Jim Brown, baby. Come on, man. Y'all only cool because of Jim Brown. In fact, nobody even likes y'all. Who likes Cleveland? Y'all ain't been relevant since LeBron left the first time. Come on, man. Y'all suck out there. That's why he left y'all twice. All I hear is the rivalry's back. It's never back. But there's one thing the Browns still lack. What's that, little brother? I'll spell it out. Uh-huh. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Sunday, the Steelers getting that victory. Victory. Brownies. Ruff, 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 ruff. The dog pound. No, no, no. It's the puppy pound. Go sit in the corner somewhere, man. You on time out. You are on time out right now. Because this is Pittsburgh, and we know the black and gold always reigns supreme. Defense. Defense. That gets the people going that right there. That bass line is, I tell you what, that I mean, going, man. 
Arthur Motes, there it is. That was, def- that was definitely your best one too, bro. That's week six Browns edition. You know, we'll have uh, we'll have version two. We'll have the oh, yeah. re- we'll have the remix of That'd the Browns remix. Song. They play it twice. You know that. I tell you, that is the most yeah. challenging thing is those <laughs> those three second division games. You know, because like all the good ideas, yeah. the, the easy simple rhymes and stuff like that, they're little, all thrown remix, out the window man. in the second. But you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh oh. Arthur March Arthur March just pointed to the television. We got some some more. Practices being canceled, man. Breaking, uh, breaking news here da, in the da, SNR da, da, studio. Da, 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 da. Patriots cancel practice today after positive COVID nineteen tests. <sighs> Another one. Then also, um, wasn't it, I believe it was the Colts as well that have, uh, they closed their facility. They today. did, but did they uh, reopen all, it? all good on the testing. All good so on yeah, the test. they're good. they're practicing later today. I good, believe. So. Good, good, yeah. good. So good news in that regard. But it looks like man, uh, maybe maybe the opposite for the Patriots here. Whew. Oh boy. But Browns, don't think that got away from that smoke. No, y'all still got that. Yeah, that's right. What's at your neck? On that's Twitter. On Twitter. Give me a review. It's only five stars and one stars, too. It's <laughs> that simple, man. You know what? Hit us up on Twitter, too, to let us know these reviews. Mm-hmm. At DaBody52. DaBody. At Wesley Yula. The good voice. It's that simple, man. It is that and simple. you know, Motsi, normally we save tweets till the end here. No, no, no. We got to start getting these but tweets on, more yeah, involved earlier, We'll get man. them more involved because we're getting more tweets throughout the show, and a lot of them are kind of topic sensitive, right? Well, and it's kind of like basketball, too, man. I got to get my shooters involved in the right, game early. Right. Get, get them a shot up early, man. Absolutely. Come on, you got to get, you gotta get to feel the momentum, feel the rhythm here, right? Uh, TJ. Feel the rhythm. Feel the right. TJ tweets. Get on up. <laughs> it's bumps that time. <laughs> TJ tweets, how do teams like Kansas City and Cleveland always seem to have infinite cap space to sign random superstars when Pittsburgh has to restructure four different contracts just to sign a water boy? <laughs> He's very true. Franchise very quarterback. True. Two words. Franchise w- Quarterback. Yeah. Those are two words. Yeah. yeah Franchise absolutely. quarterback. Uh, or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. That's, that Mahomes, that's that Mahomes money still hasn't kicked in yet on the nope. extension. <laughs> the Browns haven't had to pay Baker Mayfield yet. I mean, it's it's that simple, right? I, I, it really is. It's the same way that the Cowboys were able to kind of stack their roster in a lot of ways over the last few years while Dak was still on his rookie deal. Um, you saw that with the Rams as well, too, when they went to the Super Bowl and lost the pay. You saw that with the Eagles, too, with yeah. Carson Wentz on his rookie deal. That's how they were able to afford a high-priced backup in, in, in Nick Foles. I mean, we saw in Seattle for the longest time. Yeah. That's how they were paying all those guys. It's another yeah. great example. That's kind of the rookie quarterback The salary cap man. cheat yes. code now yes. in the National Football League. And yeah. it works for, like, typically, depending on when you realize that rookie quarterback is good enough to be the guy, mm-hmm. you typically get one to two years of that model before – it starts to kick in, and now you're like, all right, we're stuck here. You saw that with the Cardinals, too. Absolutely. That's part of the reason why they were – you know what? Te- uh, the Texans didn't want to pay DeAndre Hopkins a big extension at age 27 because they had just paid Deshaun Watson. They had just paid Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> Cardinals are like, yeah, we'll take him. Yeah. We're not, yeah. Paying our, we're not paying our quarterback a ton. We're not right. paying anybody a ton. Yeah, we'll take him. We, we, can, we can afford him. Yeah, so that's the kind of – again, that's the salary cap cheat code. Absolutely, man. In the NFL right now. Steelers 480, our buddy out in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Friday, guys. With all these problems in the NFL with officiating and not calling holding, the Steelers are still on pace for 80 sacks this season. Jeez Louise. Uh, do you think that they can beat the Bears' season record of 72? Oh, 72. Oh. I mean, they were putting that what? What's the highest they've had in the season? 58, 56? High, like, like mid to high 50s. Yeah, because I know we did 54 and 56, I want to say. But 72? That's a lot. So you said we got to get. Oh. That's, I mean, that's a lot. And where are we sitting at right now? Right 15? now we're sitting at no, 20. 20. 20. Yeah, 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 we were 15 going into right. the game. So we're at 20. Right. 
I mean, barring injury, you can make a you can make a case for it though, because this is the thing that will benefit them. They were putting up crazy sack numbers, and we knew last year, for example, they weren't ahead in most of these games. A lot of these teams where it was one score was Correct. close. They Correct. weren't. It wasn't rarely playing right. with the lead. Whereas I think right now with Ben and the offense operating the way it's operating, they are seeing teams have to pass more now. Granted, we've seen the the effects of that in terms of us have we've given up a lot more yardage in terms of bigger plays right now this season at this point of it correct but that's still a scenario where it is advantageous for those guys but dude 72 sacks in a season is crazy yeah i mean that's a lot that's I, crazy it's kind of like, 60 right How about it's, 60 it's, it's kind of like when you talk about oh man this guy's on pace to, to get 20 plus sacks and you're like Dude, twenty sacks in a season doesn't just happen. Right, it's a reason that the NFL record has the been there for years. so long. Yeah, with straight hand. When you think about that, like it, it's a reason. And even him getting to twenty two and a half, we saw how that half got there. You're like, it's tough. <laughs> That's my only thing with that one, man. I, I'm with you too. I, I'm going under. I, yeah, I'm going under seventy two. Steelers four eighty says also shout out to Matt Filer by the way, uh, unsung hero. Looking good early on. Versatility in these first few games uh, have been have been fantastic for the offensive line. Yeah, good call uh, there, without a doubt. Uh, Aiden tweets. Do you guys think this is the game where Minka steps up? We've talked about this a little bit this week. Where if you look at Minka just in the box score, right? No interceptions, mm-hmm. no forced fumbles, not a ton of splash. Um, but, man, if you're watching the All-22 coverage, if you're really breaking it down, he is taking away the deep ball. He's only yes. been thrown at an average of three times a game, which means that teams just aren't even looking yeah. his way. Uh, but I, I do think that there's going to be an onus for the Steelers to take away the run game and try and make Baker Mayfield have to make plays to beat them through the air. Uh, Browns have the best rushing offense in the NFL so far to this point in the season. Steelers the best rushing, their second or third best rushing defense in the NFL to this far, a real good-on-good good matchup there that I think Arthur Motes might talk about here in a few minutes when we do our five-star Friday. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do think that if the Browns are going to win this game, Baker Mayfield will have to make some plays, and I think that is going to give some more opportunity for Minka to to throw in some splash, Arthur Motes. Well, and the thing, too, that I noticed is, um, I mean, you hit it right on the head in terms of him taking away the middle of the field and not really being targeted, but the thing – in terms of why I think he could have a bigger impact in terms of splash plays because Baker, he struggles, man, with some of the coverages, and he struggles in terms of seeing the coverages downfield as plays progress. If he gets out the pocket, that's one thing. But I think with Bud and uh, TJ and knowing Keith Butler and how they like to attack the Cleveland Browns just because of the the theoretical nature of their offense versus our defense and how some of the things that they'll be doing to contain him, I just see a scenario where he's forced to really play from the pocket, and that is going to be very tough for him. And because how the Steelers have been using Minka as either a middle-of-the-field, deep-field safety or the low-rat-hole defender where essentially everybody else is playing man and he's the guy spying the quarterback and wherever the quarterback is looking, that's the way he's feathering in terms of trying to make a break on the ball and things like that. With Baker not being able to see everything, I could definitely see a scenario where Minka is able to get one Hmm. get his hands on one of those. Yeah. Because it, it sets up perfect for what Mika does well and what Baker struggles at. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more. I think this is this is a Minka splash game on Sunday, for sure. Uh, we got a bunch of prediction tweets again. We'll get to those in the second hour of the show. Uh, Don Juan wants to know what happened to something about Miles Garrett in the "Here We Go" song. 
it's tough to rhyme Miles and Garrett. I mean, Miles doesn't rhyme with a ton of things. Garrett doesn't. You know, Baker and Faker. I mean, that's low-hanging fruit. That's pretty easy there. Yeah, Miles and Garrett, a little bit more difficult. But, hey, Don Juan, we got, we got, we got the remix version in a couple weeks, oh, yeah, too. Three All minutes. right. Uh, Randy says five stars for the song. Just when I think you can't do any better, you always do. Love the show, guys. Thanks, Randy. We appreciate it. Um, and Rebecca, the lit one, tweets here. Lit, lit, lit. As you sang your Here We Go song, this is all I envisioned, and she tweets a picture of, remember that, uh, like, <laughs> decrepit-looking Baker Mayfield with the with the bad mustache yeah, and the trench coat absolutely. at the press conference last absolutely. year? <laughs> Rebecca tweeted that picture and said, this is how she envisions Baker as she listened to the song. Uh <laughs> A lot of good stuff here on the tweets. A lot of predictions rolling in. We will, uh, again, we'll say your score predictions in the second hour. So uh, let's let Moats get one in here. Man, you know, you know. You at know. Wesley Euler at the body 52. The body. Oh, yeah. But on the other side, Moatsy. Uh-oh, uh-oh, little, man. Little five-star Friday. Man, I feel like that's the only thing that we can do, you know what I'm saying, when we come back because that's what we do do. In the second hour, <laughs> well, on be a Friday. Did you say doo-doo right now, back oh, to back, I mean. come on. Who am I on the show with today? <laughs> Anywho, man, we're going to go to break. When we come back, baby, it's Five Star Friday. You know what that means. Talk to him, TP. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. And that's why my dog TP said what he said. So when I come back, you know what time it is. This is Jeweler Remotes on SNR. Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How are you doing? Fantastic. Well, that's marvelous, 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 marvelous. Hour number two on a Friday. Beautiful Pittsburgh, you know what that means, baby. You know what that means. It's gonna be means. a nice weekend. Maybe beautiful one of the weekend, la- one, maybe one of the last beautiful weekends of the year. No, like seriously, man. <laughs> you gotta you gotta really appreciate this thing while you got the opportunity. But man, you will learn most going into hour number two, man. Super excited, man, to continue this conversation that we're having, man. As yes, we're preparing, preparing for this good old brownies. Little uh, cross state cross well interstate inter- inter- no. interstate. Technically, we're not in the same state. Intra inter inter. You would say, which is funny because, like, right? Because, like, the, the, fi- like, the yeah. Philly is the you know the other major city in the state, but we're way, clo- I mean, way closer to way, Cleveland. Way closer. Philly's like yes. four and a half, five hours. Cleveland's like maybe two hours. Right. It's like an hour and fifty minutes if you're, you know, if you're driving properly. Yes. You know, it's if, you, a w- a very, if you're going very ten miles over the speed limit, you can get there in a little less than two hours. Oh, you can run on down to Cleveland. What I I eighty take you right into Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> But anywho, man, on a Friday in the one o'clock hour, baby. It's seventy six. It's seventy six. Not. 76. I don't know. Seventy six. It's all. We don't. Though. We don't. Who cares about those roadways just, just in Ohio? Go there, you go down there. there turn left at the bananas. Bananas. <laughs> and then when you smell the burning rubber, you know you're getting close to Cleveland. Basically. <laughs> but anywho, man, it's five star Friday time, man. So you know, Woo! you know what it is, Troy. Get me ready, Troy. It's a five star matchup because we're in it. Five star matchup. Everybody. We- Five Star Friday Matchup number one So before I kick it, let me first update you, man For the people that don't know, the people that might be new to this groove that we do on Fridays Hmm. Five Star Friday is a simple concept, baby I give you my top 
five matchups that you need to be paying attention to come Sunday when the Steelers play. So, as we kick it off with number one, it's a real, real simple thing, baby. I need my LBs. I'm talking Vince Williams. I'm talking Devin Bush. You got a big-time matchup against Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson. Man, right now, the Cleveland Browns have been dominant on the ground. They're leading the league in rushing. I think they have over 900 rushing yards. Yeah, that's in five games. Absolutely. That's, that's almost how two, I, they get Not good at math, going. but that's almost 200 <laughs> yards a game. Insane. But that's how they get going. That's how they make plays happen. That's ultimately how their offense is predicated, man, in terms of the play-action passes, the shots they like to take deep. It's all based on the run game. And Vince and Devin, man, they're going to have ample opportunities to negate that because with the Cleveland Browns, they play a lot of bigger body personnel, 22 personnel, 12 personnel. They still use a fullback. It looks mm-hmm. like I'm watching 2003 Cleveland Browns. I'm thinking Jamal Lewis should be running the ball. That's just what we're seeing on tape with them. But if Vince and Devin can make those guys one-dimensional, if Vincent Devin can continue to be dominant on the ground, we know Vince Williams leading the league in tackles for loss. We talk about Devin Bush and the impact he's had since becoming the full-time starter. If those two guys can negate Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson, man, that bodes extremely well for the Steelers while they're on defense. Little linebackers versus running backs. Little old school Browns. Little backs on backers? Little backs on backers. Some old school Steelers Browns football. Mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. your grandpappy used to watch back in the day. Oh, yeah. He had a little nat we ride down there. Five-star Friday. Matchup number two. All right. So the second matchup we got to talk about, man. And, and, and this one I love because it's super duper simple. We talking about the offense, baby. And more importantly, we're talking about the skill position players, man. Protect mm. the ball. This Browns defense, they're leading the league with 12 turnovers. But this Browns defense has been gashed every which way you look it. Man, I'm telling you, they they give up a ton of yardage in the past game. Outside of Denzel Ward, their secondary is, yeah, just bad. Real, real bad. In fact, very, very similar to what you saw last week with the Eagles. You had Darius Slay and and a bunch of either less talented or kind of banged up individuals. Similar situation in Cleveland. You have Denzel Ward and then the rest, they're they're kind of cool names Sendejo that was a great last name but Sendejo ain't covering Claypool or Johnson or Smith Schuster nope. or <sighs> the list goes on and on and on if you want to include James Washington Ebron and the good guys mm-hmm. so in that regard man the Steelers offense just protect the ball protect the ball you're fine you're going to have the opportunity to move the ball and you should do that without any issue from a passing game standpoint but the turnovers that's what the, the browns do man they are very opportunistic and that's how they've been able to acquire a 4-1 record man so protect the ball baby you'll be nice five star friday matchup number three now you know we gotta go to the trenches here baby you, how you gonna talk afc north football how are we gonna talk division rivals and we're not talking about the big men up front and you know i don't call my old line big uglies nah 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 they big offensive skill players that's what they are big offensive skill players all right so with that being said man we got to talk about the tackles though man al villanueva chooks okra for man y'all gonna have your hands full we know what miles garrett and olivier vernon are as a duo we know that miles garrett and this is with no disrespect to anybody out there that might feel disrespected by this next statement but miles garrett is i mean you can debate 
where, but he's top two, top three <gasps> at worst when we're talking about edge <gasps> defenders in the NFL. I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll let y'all debate who's number one and how you want to go about it. But as much as you want to hate the man, and trust me, from a character standpoint, there's some flaws in that man. But when it comes to on the field, productivity, we're talking you, about the football player. You're going to be hard-pressed to find one doing it better than him right now. Yeah. But, Al, you're familiar with this guy. You've faced him multiple times. You're going to have to stand up like a big dog. I mean, that's just what it is. We know when, when they played on Thursday night, he kind of got the best of them. But this is a different year. It's a new time. And, yeah, we got to have you, baby. So you got to stand up to him. And then Chooks, Olivier Vernon, man, he, he's one of those guys that when he works hard, he's really, really good. But he takes a lot of plays off. So yes. you should be all right, baby. You should be good over there. But don't 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 go to sleep. That's all we're going to say. Don't go to sleep, baby. That's a big one. That is certainly a big one. But you got to stop that damn mouse. Oh. Five-star Friday. Matchup number four. Now, you know we're going to talk special teams ball today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Ray Ray McLeod. First off, you've been a godsend. Since you've arrived, man, the kickoff return unit has looked electric. It's been beautiful, man. I mean, you might be the first guy to return a kick since Juju Smith-Schuster's rookie year. Against who? The Cleveland Browns. Oh, oh full, so, full so, circle there, So are huh? you telling me that there's a possibility that Ray Ray McLeod could have another? Could, could be the, the, the next one with the kickoff return for a touchdown and it be like against it. the Cleveland Browns? Ho! Oh, Newsflash, did you know that the Cleveland Browns allowed a kickoff return for a touchdown last week against the Indianapolis Colts? Did you know that? Did you? Did you? They did. They did. And the way Ray Ray McLeod has been playing, yes, Ray Ray, the way Ray Ray has been playing. That speed, that Wait. elusiveness. Just real quick, because I, I wasn't sure there. I might have missed it. The Browns allowed, did they, did they allow a kick last Man, week? Man, I'm telling you, them boys allowed a kickoff return touchdown last week. Yes, they did. It was a beautiful one, man. Shout out to the coach. I love seeing special teams points. I love it, love it, love it. But I'm calling it, man. I think Ray Ray gets the job done, man. Um, Most of the time in the NFL, especially when it comes to special teams, when you have a mistake up there, sometimes you're not able to address it from a personnel standpoint. Yeah. Because that's typically the back end or bottom end of your roster. So a lot of times the guys who were up there last week that made that critical error that, that allowed that return, it's going to be the same group out there. It's not like you got to worry about a whole other guy. <laughs> nah, 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 baby. This is a wounded dog coming in here. Take advantage of it, Ray Ray. Take advantage of it. Danny Swift, extra bubble gum this time too, all right? What a special team's working its way into the mm -hmm, five-star mm -hmm. Friday. I dig it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, are you ready? Hold on, hold on. You got, you got long radio today, right? I do, but you sure? you it's, it's Friday. I mean, I, right. you know what that means. That means I don't have to do radio again until Monday after this. Oh, so you, you, you about to do it then. Now, I am going to the WVU game tomorrow, and my wife's already told me like five times you can't yell and scream because you need your voice. Yes, this is true. But, Mozi, you know what the power grid they've come to? They expect a certain level of enthusiasm, of energy, the of delivery. Is the standard. And if I have red paint, I should paint my barn red. And gun, you know what? If my voice is a little tired on Monday, gunfighters get shot from time to time. Happens all the time, man. Happens all the time. Can't live in your fears, though. I'm not living in my fears. Five Star Friday! Matchup number five. That boy good. That boy good. And this is a good matchup right here to break it down, man. And the Steelers secondary against OBJ and Jarvis Landry. Ooh. Now, listen. 
when I say the secondary, I don't mean just as it pertains to pass coverage. No, no, no. You're going to have to be on your screws, playing all the details right, operating in the minutia, because the way the Browns have been using OBJ and Jarvis, we know the downfield element is there, but they've done a whole bunch of trickeration. It's very Ken Wisenhunt-like in terms of when you play this team, you expect some type of trickeration. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Through four, or excuse me, through five games, they've provided trickeration every single time, and they've been connecting with some big time splash. So with these secondary, with these DBs that still have, you're gonna have to be on the screws, man. If it's a reverse, if that's your man, you take your man. If if you're supposed to provide secondary support in the run game, you provide secondary support in the run game. We saw Odell score a big time rushing touchdown on a reverse against the Dallas Cowboys, really stop the comeback from being completed. So that's one element. But we've also seen where both of these players have thrown passes downfield. OBJ threw a pass. Jarvis has thrown multiple passes. We've seen that element as well. And then we also know what they can do from a downfield running route standpoint. So it's going to be important that, number one, communication is key. You can't have the middle areas that have been popping up on tape these first four weeks. You cannot allow that. That'll get you beat. That'll mm-hmm. get you beat real bad versus these Brown team right now. Yeah, can't if, do that. If I get you beat right by uh, by Darius Slayton yes. and by uh, Travis Flukeham. Yeah. yeah, trust me. Trust OBJ, me. OBJ. OBJ and Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, blonde hair and all. You don't want be, that problem. They'll be screaming bless them or whatever that, yeah. that weird thing is they say right. down, was, down is, the sideline. Bless them or is it gig them? Or is that all the same? I don't know. Well, Giggum might be the Miles Garrett. That's a Texas A&M that's thing, Texas right? A&M? So that sounds okay. like it would be a Miles Garrett know. thing. I, I mix up Giggum and horns up, horns down, or whatever it is. I, I know, and horned frogs. It's, yeah, it's like yeah, everything it's, in it's, Texas gets back to it like a frog or yeah, horns like, or what, somehow. What is going on here, man? What is going on here? It's, Maybe it's, it's a Texas thing. But remember, I, I'm big in Texas. Remember, the West, the west at night true. is big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. Deep this, in this the big. heart of Texas. Absolutely so right. I, I got to be careful with what I say Absolutely right. But... When I think of that, man, I just know with the Steelers on defense, man, they're secondary. If they communicate, that's going to give them a chance because it's still going to be a tough matchup. Also, some of the things we talked about from a technique standpoint, don't allow OBJ and Jarvis to free release off the line. Get hands on them, disrupt them mm-hmm. as much as possible. Of course, you're doing it within the confines of the call. Sure. If it's a zone concept and you don't have to necessarily reroute, don't worry about it. But if you're pressed man to man, you don't want to allow that guy to free release because the way you talked about flu cam and, and, and Ward, cooking on free releases, mm-hmm. I can assure you OBJ and Jarvis are a thousand times better than those two young men. And that's not a slight at them either. Right. So that's why, man, that's the fifth and final five-star matchup. Doing it as only he can. Professor Moats laying down the law. He's not telling you exactly who's going to win, but he gives you the five matchups every Friday that will most determine the outcome this week, Steelers, Browns, 1 o'clock at Heinz Field. Professor, one more time for those who might have missed it or joined us later, just want to double-check their notes. Run us through the gamut of those five matchups one more time. Oh, absolutely, big fella, absolutely. And it's Vince Williams and Devin Bush starting out having to minimize the impact of Kareem Hunt and Dearness Johnson, ultimately making those guys one-dimensional, man, because we know if they're one-dimensional, Baker cannot do it by himself. The second matchup, Steelers offense, in particular the skilled players, protecting the ball against that Browns defense that is leading the league in turnovers. They have 12, but they have given up a ton of yardage through the air. A ton of it. A lot. Yes, a lot of a lot. <laughs> the third matchup, Big Al and Chooks, Okra 4. Huh. Maintaining. Keeping these guys at bay. In particular, Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon. Miles Garrett, defense player of the year candidate. You're going to have to minimize his impact. He is an absolute game wrecker. Yes, he is. Then the fourth matchup, man. You know we got to talk a little special teams, Daddy Yo, and that's Ray Ray McLeod, baby. You get an opportunity to get a kickoff return right, against right. that 
Browns kickoff unit that has allowed a touchdown last week. They had a touchdown scored on them last week by the Indianapolis Colts, baby. I don't know if anybody's brought this up on the show yet or this yeah. week, but just in case you guys didn't know, mm-hmm. uh, the Browns gave up a, a kickoff return touchdown last the week. The Browns I, gave up a touchdown last week on special teams, baby. Just, if you give up a special that hasn't teams been touchdown, very much. your odds are losing whew, drastically increase. So definitely check that out. And in the fifth and final five-star matchup, baby, it's the Steelers secondary against OBJ and Jarvis Landry. Communication is king. Rerouting those guys are king. And just ultimately being on the screws, man, knowing what your assignment is, being where you need to be. Whew, it's going to be fun. I cannot it's wait. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Everybody we play is a five-star matchup because we're in it. My apologies. I kind of hit the button there just a half yeah, second was, too early on you. Perfect right there. I love that. I appreciate it. Robert you. Palmer tweets the show here and says, man, that number five was stupid with a bunch of crying faces. <laughs> I got to get it hyped up. I mean, got you know, you, man. bring the energy here Friday. on the program. That's what we do. That's I like what we, we do. do. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> Y'all should see I'm in here sitting across from this man. He's over here like a 10-year-old blowing his, blowing his lips and <laughs> You know, I always, uh, you know, the loyal listeners know this, but for the new people. Yeah, I was obsessed with Jim Carrey growing up, you know, and I just always wanted to have the, the rubber face like Jim Carrey. All righty then. I love it. I love it, man. But when we come back, man, we got to break down this matchup a little bit more, man. Brown's offense and their defense as it pertains to the Steelers. So, with that being said, man, enjoy the break. But when we come back, you know what time it is. It's Euler and Motes on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Euler and Motes here on another Friday, baby, doing what we do best. Talk sports, goof around, singing, huh. Talk Wait, to the goof, power grid. Goof around, speak for yourself. I'm, I'm all business all the time no, no, over I, here. I'm the most okay. goofy. I'm never serious. I'm all business over here. I'm like Denzel Washington mm-hmm. in Remember the Titans. Zero yeah. fun, Whoa. sir. Okay. Interesting. All right. This is sports radio modes. This is supposed to be serious, all right? Oh, okay, okay. I, but we're supposed to do like hypotheticals and stuff in sports radio. We don't do that. <laughs> well, I do hypotheticals. No, no. You do cap. You don't do hypotheticals, though. <laughs> <laughs> I do hypotheticals. Like, uh, hypothetically, I mean, man, I'd love to be sitting outside drinking a cold one right now. But I've got five hours and 40 minutes more of radio here it's like that sometimes man but you know what we're gonna make sure we utilize that five hours and 40 minutes of radio to the best of our abilities right. and we're gonna talk a little bit more about this matchup man between the brownies in particular we're gonna start out talking about their offense man play action pass is king it's a it's a weird offense they're they're good at running the ball good Very at the good. play action yep. pass yep. but bad when it comes to just drop back pass yeah, they, they, it's weird it's, they, it's super weird like even Baker, he's not playing good. He's playing okay. He's doing enough. He's within the confines of the offense, but he's still having bad reads. He's still making bad throws. It's, it's a crazy dynamic right now, man. When, yeah, when you look at the points, if you just look at the box score and look up the points and the yards that they're putting up per game, mm-hmm. even in the face of Baker still turning the ball over too much, mm-hmm. it it jumps off the page at you in that regard. Yeah. But then when you watch it, when you go back and you watch a, like the Cowboys game or the Colts game, like I did this past week, it doesn't look 
as smooth, as impressive as you. Like, there's a lot of wrinkles. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of capital, as you pointed out there in Five Star Friday. There's a lot of capitalizing on opposition mistakes. I mean, they had a pick six against the Colts last week. They, they've been in, able to create. I mean, the twelve yes. turnovers. When you're able to create twelve turnovers in five in games. Five games yeah. That's, that's two, a lot. It's two and a half turnovers a game. That's a lot. I can do the math on that one. That's going to help you win yes. a lot. <laughs> 100%. I mean, 100%. And and so, yeah. And, they, and not only are they winning the turnover battle in terms of generating a ton of turnovers, they've been protecting the ball right now. They're plus six. They're only trailing the Tennessee Titans who are plus yeah. eight right yeah. now in the turnover, uh, the turnover differential battle. When you have that, that is a recipe for success. Yeah. Even if you're not playing well as a team, when you're able to win the turnover battle plus six, man, you're going to be in every single game. No, 100%. Yeah, and, and again, it's it's why they've scored a lot of points. It's why they're 4-1 and one, and why they've done it, you know, without maybe like the, the Chiefs or the Ravens way, right? Like they don't have an MVP candidate on offense. They don't have somebody who's just out there lighting it up like crazy. Uh, they are, uh, you know, piece by piece out there finding a lot of different ways to score uh, a bunch of points so far to this point in the season. Uh, Thrash just brings us brings this to our attention here on Twitter, Motsi. Uh Just coming out of Cleveland here, the Browns have listed Baker Mayfield, Odo Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry all as questionable for Sunday. Yeah, I did. I see mean, that, I, I believe that when yeah. I see it. The, the, I think the more important thing was when uh, they talked about Odell having a negative COVID test yes. because he had been missing due to uh, illness and things like that. They had sent him home the other day. So I think that was the biggest thing. But Trash, those guys are going to play. It's no different when you look at our depth I mean, our injury report right now and some of the names of the guys that are practicing or haven't been practicing this week, you know when it comes Sunday, it's go time, baby. It is go time. Yeah. I imagine all of those guys are going to be playing, even if they're not 100% healthy, yeah. right? I mean, you know this. Nobody's 100% healthy at this point, Arthur Moutz. Correct. The mundo. So, yeah, uh, Steelers run game. Or Steelers run defense, pardon me. Browns huge, man. Browns run offense. That's it's, it's, it's going to be one of the deciding factors in terms of how this game looks for it's the good Steelers on, good. on defense. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, and then on the the flip side, man, when you talk about the Browns on defense, they like I said are very opportunistic. Twelve turnovers they've created. They've done it in a very uh, uh, um, they've done it various ways. Yep. Both. Good amount of interceptions. I think eight interceptions, four uh, forced fumbles, three forced fumbles by Miles Garrett in like, five games. That that part right there is is special. But more importantly, a lot of the turnovers, like you talked about, are generated up front. They start with Miles Garrett and that that D line. This is probably gonna. I mean, honestly, this will be a different test, but this is gonna be their toughest test in terms yeah. of for the old line protecting because last week we saw them against a Eagles front that was deep but necessarily didn't have the megastar talent. Right, Fletcher right. Cox is, is a, a, a Pro Bowl player. We know that really, really good player, but he's not Miles Garrett. No. This unit right here, not only are they just a really good and have just a, a good depth across the front when you're talking about Miles Garrett, but Olivier Vernon, Larry Ogunjobi, Sheldon Richardson, those guys are really good. But you have Miles Garrett, who we said he's in the T.J. Watt category. He's in the megastar category. That they have not faced this year. J.J. Watt isn't megastar right now. When we talk about J.J., it's more so the legacy of what he's been sure. able to accomplish. Sure. But he's nowhere in it's the conversation. It's not 2015. Right. He's yeah. not in the conversation with the Miles Garrett as it stands in 2020. No. So for me, this is going to be interesting to see how the O-line handles that. How does Big Ben handle that? What do Randy Feekner and Matt Canada do to combat that? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to be interested in seeing because that can be the difference in the game from an offensive standpoint because that's the only thing that the Browns have on defense that's going to really create some yeah. issues 
for for the Steelers on offense. Yeah, and I like some of the the prep they've had to the season in that regard to this point, the preparation, um, because you mentioned with the Eagles, right? And yes, Fletcher Cox, but with the Eagles, it was more so, okay, they got a lot of different guys they can attack you with, right? Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, formerly of this parish, Malik Jackson. Whereas a lot of the other Steelers opponents this season, I mean, week one, it was Dexter Lawrence with the Giants, right? With the Broncos, it was Bradley Chubb. With the Texans, as you just pointed out, it was J.J. Watt. The Steelers have had some prep in okay, man, there's really an onus on we got to quiet this guy, right? Not as much right. as, as the group. And again, you just pointed out Olivier Vernon. There's a, a lot of names that that you got to that garner respect in that regard. And certainly you, you need a performance. Put some respect on my you name. Need, you need performance across the board. But I do think it's nice for the Steelers that this is the fourth time in five games that they pointed to one guy on the other team and said, all right, we've right. got to minimalize this guy. So I, I, at least they're kind of in that mold, in that mindset already this season. Yeah, very true, very true. But like I said, man, I just think that – this is a matchup where this is going to be a legit good on good yeah. contest. I mean, the Browns are four and one for a reason. Don't don't get it twisted. Don't don't think that they're a fluky four and one or they have twelve fluky turnovers. News slash in the NFL, you don't get twelve fluky turnovers. That's yeah. not how this thing works. And five games is enough of a sample size. And and you look at the quality of opponent as well, man. A yeah. lot of things are pointing to this Browns team being a good team, not the same old Browns. And I just I'm excited because I know this Steelers unit, and honestly, you know, with Coach Tomlin being at the helm, they're going to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. I expect it to be one of those type of games where we're all just on Sunday enjoying it. Five man. star matchup, absolutely. Like you want to yep. see good on good. We talked about that, man. So that's what I'm most excited about, man. But <sighs> it's coming to that time, man. Oh, we got the jam packed final segment of the time. show. Now, see, this is the impressive. This is always the most difficult part of hosting the show. Is this part, this right? part right? Here? Well, I mean, there's just a lot to tease for the upcoming segment. Well, see, you got to make sure you're crossing your T's, no, dotting no your question, I's. But see, this, you know? this is the difference. See, what, what I notice is this: I don't have a hard time being in the driver's seat, but you be having a hard time being in the number two chair, boy. Because you, you, right. you, you like the this stuff. Is, this is very un. This is very unusual. Hey, you for over me. here, but hey, what about this though? Can <laughs> we? T- I'm like, bro, I got notes over here, baby. <laughs> Everything is happening according to plan. Don't rush it. <laughs> we, I'm over here everything, talking about. You're like Emperor Palpatine. Everything you know I mean? is everything is coming together as I'm I like, have I'm like, it's a, it's a 24 second shot clock. Let me milk it a little bit before I take my shot. You over here taking your shot with 20 seconds on the clock. Like you wait, what you doing here, baby? I'm what like this. I'm like the Splash Brothers, just like, up and up on, and down. Man. The court. Jeez, Louise. You know, you know who who would love you. Cal Shanahan and Matt Ryan. Oh, for sure. Boy, I mean, Chip, Chip Kelly be a big Holy fan. Holy cow. Y'all, 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 y'all don't fan. know how to, how to milk the clock. Y'all don't know how to get up out of here with a victory. Y'all just know gas, <laughs> gas, 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 gas. Jeez. Can you tell I was raised on Rich Rodriguez Holy here? Holy I mean. cow. But anywho, for us smooth, you know, easy going, take our time walking it down thing. In this last segment, man, coming up, man, we are going to sing again, man. You know we got to hear that diss track one more time. Woo. Then we got to get to your tweets, man. If you haven't got your tweets in, if you haven't got your score predictions in, make sure you get all of that in at the body 52 At Wesley Euler. The good And, of course, that is on the Twitter.com. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, we got to get that paper. Show me the money. Show me the money! So, yeah, when we come back, baby, it's going to be jam-packed, baby. It's Euler and Motes on SNR. About a place somewhere up a New York way where the people are so gay, twisting the night away. 
This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Daddy-o, daddy-o, yes indeed, we are twisted, twisted. Euler and Motes, once again, still a nation radio. You know, for those new listeners that we might have picked up oh, along, yeah, along oh, the way, yeah. this is the official Friday song of yeah, Euler and Motes. When you hear this on Friday, let you know we're in the last segment. We are getting you ready to enjoy the weekend to the fullest. But that also means it's a jam-packed segment. We won't have time to waste. So, are your vocal cords ready to go? They are, yeah, as I fade down Sam Cooke here. I was about to say, I mean, you, you sound just like Sam Cooke. I wish. When, when I think about it. I mean, Arthur Motes, I love you. And I said yesterday, and this is true... <laughs> I've never had more fun in this business than doing this show with you, and I've been full-time in this business since 2013. But if I sounded like Sam Cooke, I wouldn't be doing this for a living, baby. I'd be I'd be on the road. I'd be out there winning Grammys. Listen, if you sound like Sam Cooke, and I'm just now telling you that, you should fire me on the spot, okay? That's all I'm saying. You know, the people do say, though, that my voice is like a combination of Jesus and Fergie. More Fergie than Jesus? Well, obviously, because, you know, my humps, nothing to yeah. mess around with there. Well, I thought because you like the National Anthem. <laughs> we've said too, my London Bridge. All right, we've said too much already. <laughs> Let's go, man. Oh, yeah. Diss track time, baby. Here we go. Brownies, we at your neck today. We at your neck today. My man Wesley Euler, he ready. He been up all night cooking this up, baby. The gumbo is ready. Let's get it. Cheer to Steelers, the black and the gold. You know, two real colors, oh, not yeah. like brown and orange. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, you know how it is. The only the realest of the realest. The Stiller Nation has the best radio hosts. Uh-huh. We listen to SNR with Euler and Boats. Here we go. Oh, the Brownies think they're ready to play. They're never ready. Cleveland Rocks. That's what they say. Rock and Hall of Fame? Yeah, they think that their team is back. But all that yin's got is the division's worst quarterback. Here we go. Put your brown paper bag on with your Baker Mayfield jersey. Because he's a bum! We got Big Ben. Who cares about hospital trophies? You want a hospital trophy? Go back to college. He ain't even better than Tim Tebow. What we talking about here? Verse 2. Here we go. Yeah, they think they have their guy in Baker. Never got the guy. He ain't no franchise quarterback. He's just a faker. He does count. Feels dangerous with OBJ and Landry until Minka takes away that ball. You'll see. Come on, man. Y'all ain't no big boys. Dog pound. No dog pound over there. Y'all a puppy pound. <laughs> and we throwing y'all boys in the kennel, baby, and making y'all walk all the way back to Cleveland. All right, got to finish strong here. Come on, Wes. Last verse. All they say is that the rivalry's back. Man, that rivalry ain't there no more. One big thing that the brands still lack. Wins. I'll spell it out. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. It's Sunday. The Stellars are getting that victory. Here we go. Victory! Listen, man, nobody likes Cleveland, man. What is cool about Cleveland? Once LeBron left y'all, y'all became all the way irrelevant. They could have took y'all off the map if we were real about this thing. Joe Kim Noah said it best, right? Have you ever heard anybody say, oh, I'm taking vacation to Cleveland? Come on, man. I mean, y'all don't even got Manning, brothers. What are y'all known for? Y'all don't have, at least Philly got Your Philly cheese Your lake being steaks. on fire? I think that's what you're known for. Say, at least Buffalo has wings. What, what do you do well? Well, I mean, you know, LeBron, he's always he's always quick to point out he's the kid from Akron. Yeah, yeah, not, not Cleveland. Cleveland. Akron. 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 That's like us being like, no, 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 I'm not from Pittsburgh. I'm from Latrobe. I'm from Latrobe. I'm not from Pittsburgh. Come I'm on, from man. Grove City. Nobody, nobody does that. Nobody. They're from Pittsburgh. Nobody's like, ah, no, actually, I'm not from there. 
But they do that with Cleveland. That's why Joe. That's why Joe Hayden left y'all. He love us more. Hmm. Huh? How you like that? Huh? That's Joe why Hay- Joe Hayden with us now. Huh? I mean, that's why I had to get out of Ohio. You know, I lived there for about two years. I was willing to move to Philly. That's how bad Ohio was. Ohio offered me more money. I said, Nah, I'm good. <laughs> said I'm taking my talents to Pittsburgh. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> oh, there it is, Arthur Motes, Cleveland Browns edition of the Here We Go song. Not bad. Not bad. All right, let's get to the tweets here before we get to the paper. Is that cool with you? Tweet, 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 tweet. All right, Yins and Auto Drill, you get us your predictions, and we get them read on the air. So I'm going to run through these because we've got a bunch here. Antonio says, all I want for my birthday is a Steelers blowout, 45 to 16. Minka and Devin Bush each with a pick six. I like that, Antonio, and happy birthday. I'm yeah, assuming it's his birthday up. this yeah, weekend absolutely. or today or something. Happy birthday to Antonio. Mav, 31-27 Steelers. Uh, Baker does not make it through the game, but Keenum comes in and makes it scary. Interesting. Well, you know, Keenum does have that rapport with Stefanski, man. He does. Went to what the NFC Championship game with mm-hmm. him, so it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be too far-fetched. Would not be too far-fetched. Ray says, great song as usual. West, five stars. 35 to 27, a Steelers victory. A victory. Mark chimes in here. Steelers 56, Browns nothing. I love it. And that's how it's got to be. I love it. That's that's a prediction right there. <laughs> I like that. Uh, the lit one, Rebecca. The lit, 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 lit. Steelers get the W 24 to 17. Uh, AYS says it's a five star matchup because we in it 27 to 10. Steelers. 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 Josh chiming in here. Steelers 35, Browns 28. Keep Uh, them coming. Keep them coming. He's predicting five Steelers sacks, a Minka interception as well. I love when you talk like that. Rudy, Steelers 30, Browns 17. We shut down their run game. Devin Bush gets a big turnover. I love it. I'm all for that. All right, let's keep it uh, keep it rolling here. Dakota says, hey, guys, huge fan of the show. Thank you, Dakota. Yeah, big time, big time. My prediction is Steelers 31, Browns 28. Wizard of Boz with a game winner. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a boss walk off yet this we season. Haven't. You know he got that energy though. Uh Harry, uh down in Texas says Steelers 31, Browns 28. TJ and Bud combined for five sacks. Chase with 100 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Steelers with three interceptions. I tell you that. I'm loving these. Uh, I'm loving these predictions I'm hearing right oh, now. This, uh, this is beautiful. I love that. Kayla says five stars on the song Shout as always kicks off the weekend. Score prediction Steelers 36, Clowns. 27, a fumble by Baker, turns into a scoop six for the black and gold. I'm Two ends as well T- for Baker. TJ Strip sat, Bud from recovery for the touchdown. We all danced in the end we'll zone. Take it. I like it. We'll take it. Chris says here Steelers win 35-17. to 17. Baker doesn't finish the game. A lot of these Baker doesn't finish the games. Steelers going quarterback hunting in y'all's predictions here. Him say him ribs hurt. I like Him ribs hurt. Thrash says Steelers win a close one, a tough one, 28-20. to 20. Mm, Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. Let's see. Here's some last-minute ones rolling in. Deputy D's. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Steelers 33, Browns 5. And Browns getting a safety. All well, right. they did get a safety last week. <laughs> they did. They did That's get a true. safety last That's week. That's true. They, uh, somebody also said that they allowed a kickoff return touchdown. They allowed a kickoff return touchdown I'm against work- the Indianapolis Colts. I'm working to confirm. On, I'm man. working to confirm that here. Yeah, man. It was a whole, a whole, a whole kickoff return. <laughs> Randy says, big game for Big Ben. Over 325 yards and three touchdowns. Vance McDonald scores a touchdown. Steelers 36-24. to 24. 
36 to 24. 36 24. Dusty, Steelers 35 to 17. TJ Watt scoop and score. Mm-hmm. Brett says here, Steelers 31, Browns to 17. Uh, and Antonio follows up. Thank you guys very much. Uh, today, uh, my birthday is today. So happy yeah, birthday, Antonio. Happy birthday. Nice, little, nice little Friday birthday. Happy I tell you what. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I prefer the Beatles. Alright. I've done enough singing already today though, Arthur Motes. And you and we know songbird today, man. We know what the people really want here. What do right? people come to see, man? Uh, what did they come to hear? You know what time it is? Uh oh. Could it be? Is it time to get that paper? I think it is. Show me the money. Show me the money! Arthur Mutz, you know I'm a pretty transparent guy, right? Oh yeah, for the most part. I yeah. come in here and I'm honest with the people. When yeah. I when I when my fan cards out, when I'm wearing my black and gold glasses, I'm honest with the people. When I disagree with the masses, mm-hmm. I'm honest with the people. 100 percent honest, 90 percent of the time. You I know, got you, baby. you know, Baker Mayfield said Mama didn't raise no wuss earlier this week. Uh, well, I don't think that's really the question. The question is, did Mama raise a franchise quarterback? And Woo! I I don't know about that. But Mama didn't raise no liar in me. Okay. Uh huh. So. Wes don't do no cap. I felt great about my picks last week, right? That's why I picked seven games instead of the usual five. You did. Go ham. I was feeling it, and we went five and two in the process. Really good weekend. Now, here's where the honesty comes in. Uh, This weekend's the opposite, Mozi. Not feeling great about these picks. There wasn't much I loved in the NFL or the NCAA. Okay. Just figured I should warn you. See, you made me nervous for a second the way you had the way you had started that out, not feeling so confident about the picks. I thought you were talking about as it pertains to Steelers Browns. You made my heart drop for a second. But watch now, because I'm not feeling super confident about these. This will be the week that I go 5-0 with these picks, right? You're probably right. <laughs> All right, so let's start on Saturday. Two college football games for you on Saturday. One at noon, one in the evening at noon. Temple, the Owls, they host USF. The University of South Florida, 10-point favorites mm. are the Temple Owls. But I tell you what, folks, South Florida's defense allows almost 400 yards a game and almost 33 points a game. Jeez. Temple can move the ball. Temple's well coached. Give me the Owls, minus 10 at home against USF. And Ole Miss, the, Ole Miss. the fighting Lane Kiffins, Yeah, they go to Arkansas as one-point favorites. I got to take the over on that one. Yeah, I think Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss wins. I think it's close, but I think Ole Miss wins. They play better football uh, than Arkansas at this point in the season. Ole Miss averaging 42 points a game. I don't know if Arkansas can score like that. Give me Ole Miss minus one. To the NFL we go. Thank you. NFL. I'm 3-0 so far this year when picking this team. Let's make it four. Give me the Miami Dolphins minus eight against the Jets. I know that that's a big number, but... The Jets? The Jets? Dysfunction. I mean, Darnold's not going to play. Everybody can't stay in the head coach. They just traded away or just cut, pardon me, their best weapon on offense. Dolphins cover minus eight against the Jets. To Tampa Bay we go, down in Florida, where my guy, Aaron Rodgers, is about to show Brady who the real goat is. Man, I thought your guy was Brady. Would you stop it? My guy's guy's the real real TB12, Terry Bradshaw. Packers one-point favorites. That's it. Give me the Packers minus one. They win by four points, I think. Something like that. Field goal or four points. Packers minus one. A-A-Ron outduels them. Yeah, to win and to cover. And then before we get to our Steelers prediction, Motsi, with this week for the Show Me the Money, here's what I did. Because uh, I don't like the spread either way. And I'm going to give you a score prediction and everything here. I'm not going to okay, shy okay. away from that. 
But for our degen purposes, the over-under for this game is only 50 and a half points. That's it. That means if the final score is 26 to 25, that mm. over's hitting. And as a lot of you just predicted, mm -hmm. I don't think this is going to be a low-scoring game. So Arthur Motes, the Steelers and the Browns combined to go over 50 and a half points. So again, real quick, your five show-me-the-money picks for this week. Temple minus 10, Old Miss minus 1, the Dolphins minus 8, the Packers minus 1, and the Browns and Steelers to go over 50 and a half points last week. We went five and two. Season to date, Arthur Mutz. We're fifteen and nine, baby. We're we're getting that paper. Cooking with gas right now, but we're cooking with gas. Now for what the people really came here for. Come Heinz on, Field, Without one o'clock Sunday. Who's going first? I mean, it's a most host most host hosts on, Friday, you know so you make the call here. On Friday, man, most got to get this thing started the right way. So with that being said, are you ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, so man, my prediction for this game will be that Wesley Euler is going first with his score prediction. So. <laughs> uh, see, I didn't let him wind me up that time because I knew it was happening. Mm -hmm. uh, we're in mid-season form here, You're folks. Right. Uh, so I got the Steelers 31-24. to 24. Let's go, Pittsburgh! I think it's a tight game, man. I think the Steelers get it done, man. I think they have too much offensive uh, firepower. I see them protecting the ball. I do think that Unfortunately, we will have a turnover there to keep this game a little mm. bit closer than I would like it. But ultimately, I don't think the Browns are going to be able to win it with Baker. I think that the Steelers are going to do a good enough job of making them one-dimensional or negating the play, uh, the play-action pass element of it. So that's why I got a 31-24 Steelers. Steelers, 31-24. That says Arthur Moat. So he's got the Steelers to win and to cover. Remember, three and a half is the spread that we're going with here on the show for the cover. A reminder, yesterday... That jerk, Brian Backo, he's going 29-28 Browns. So, so far, we all have over that 50-and-a-half point threshold. And Arthur Motes, I will keep that consistent as well, too. Steelers, 28. Browns, 24. You love to hear it. You love to see it. Steelers win a tight one, and they cover just by the skin of their chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Hey, they don't ask how. They ask how many players. 28-24. Arthur Motes. That'll do it for the show this week. And as always, that was a blast. It was. It was a good week here. So uh, so with that being said, man, we got a first. 46 hours, we'll talk to you about it all. But first off, you know, we got to shout out the Power Grid, the Megawatch, yes, man. Yes, of course. Love the participation as always. Phenomenal job. Keep it going, man. It makes it fun for us. Makes it fun for y'all as well. Also, man, shout out to the producer with the great hair, Mr. Wesley Yule on the ones and twos. Woo! Keeping and let it me. Let me hit the music while yeah, we get yeah, out of here. Get this right, get you know, right. Give, you, give you a nice soundtrack yeah, for your right, outro right, here. Right. Party people. Yeah, it is. There it is. So with that being said, man, shout out to my Wesley Euler producer, man. Shout out to my co-host, Wesley Euler, too, man, <laughs> because he was phenomenal rocking on the microphone. And uh, as always, baby, you know where to find us, man. You're 24-7, home of the black and gold. S-N-R Steelers Nation Radio. Baby hands in the air, shake the dairy, yeah. These three words mean you're getting busy. Whoa, there it is, hit me. Ooh.